Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Full Count Chaos. Nathan Andrews here, of course. You can reach me anytime, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good shit. Lot to go over today. I apologize for not uploading a new episode last week. Had a family issue. Everything is fine. We got through it. No problem. We are good to go. I usually record on the weekend, so if something comes up major, that I'm out of town or something, unfortunately, I can't get to the show. But again, here I am. Here we are again together. So everything's good to go. I'm a little jacked up, <laughs> a little fired up. I have so much fucking Halloween candy left over. The sugar high right now, uh, I might be going for like a three-hour episode. <laughs> I've had so much candy. I try to stay away from the sugar, but my wife has me buy probably about 400 bags of candy. She acts like every kid in the nation will be stopping by our house. So she makes sure she... I think we're going to start going on Amazon to buy the Halloween candy. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your Halloween. Everybody was safe. No egg yolk, no toilet paper. I don't know if that's what kids do anymore. I, maybe they download an app and it fucks up your credit. That's what they do for the Halloween pranks these days. Back in the day, you just egg someone's car, toilet paper their house. I don't know if kids do that anymore. I haven't seen that in a while. You know, taking a dump in a bag, lighting it on fire, knocking on the door, running away. I don't think that happens anymore. That's a dying breed. Thank God, at least. You'll have to get wet toilet paper out of the tree all weekend. I had parents walk up to our house asking if we had anything but candy. That poor fucking kid had a bag of, like, pencils and notebooks. And, look, that's not my kid. I'm not going to stand there and say, oh, that's messed up, (laughs) which I think it is. If you're going to take your kid trick-or-treating, give him the goddamn candy. But I just said, oh, yeah, actually, my wife did. My my wife had, a, I mean, she's so thoughtful. She had all the pencils and pens and markers and shit for, because there are those one or two kids per year that ask, you know, that the parents make sure we just give them toys. Uh, one of the women told me, yeah, that they found out that uh, sugar is more addicting than drugs and alcohol. I'm like, I doubt anyone's given hand jobs at the local truck stop because they can't afford their Milky Way habit. I don't think that's happening. I didn't say that. I just said, oh, that's interesting. Here's your notebook, kid. Good luck. (laughs) Another thing I noticed uh, real quick about Halloween that I thought was bizarre. Okay, maybe I'm just old school. Maybe chocolate candy bars are something else. It's a dying breed. We had two bowls of candy, fruit candy and chocolate candy. 99% of these kids, we probably had about 50 to 100, picked fruit candy. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> so we have so many uh, M&M's, Snickers, Milky Ways, Twix bars left over here. And so I'm, I was thinking, you know, I gave away uh, uh, season opening tickets a couple months ago. I might start giving away free candy. Got so much damn candy. Uh, something I do want to get to, again, I uh, say every episode, if you've had an experience at Camden Yard, something you want to share that you always remember, whether it was funny, fantastic, just a moment that gave you goosebumps or something fucked up. Somebody puked all over you. You got in a fight. 20,000 people start fighting each other. 
whatever it is, right into the show, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up any way you want on social media. I'm there. I'm there. A friend of mine who lives on the West Coast now, who I grew up with, uh, we became pretty close friends over the years. I think starting at the age of 10 and went on from there, but he's over at the West Coast, but he tunes in and I appreciate that. I uh, he heard that I was doing a podcast and he uh, tunes in every week and he did send me a text and said, hey, do you remember what happened to me in the bathroom? This happened, shit, 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> so I thought I'd share this. Again, I want to get to Bryce Harper, Steve Pierce, Manny Machado, the Orioles, Chris Davis, few things that came up I do want to talk about this week. So I'm just going to go ahead and share another story that happened to me at Camden Yards. Again, you can uh, reach me anytime, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. A few of us go to the game. We're hanging out. We're drinking a lot of beer. And when you drink a lot of beer, you got to go pee, right? So a friend of mine, we go to the bathroom. <laughs> we, we act like a bunch of girls. You know, we're going to the bathroom together, whatever. So my friend that night, I remember, I don't know if it was a fiance at that time. He's married to this girl now, but I, I think they were just dating at the time. And I just remember him arguing with her all night through text. And again, I remember him having a flip phone and flip phones at that point, they did have cameras on them. But remember, they were terrible pictures. If you try to take a video, yeah, you had to explain what it was you were showing someone. The audio was like, it's like you didn't even know what you're looking at. The pictures you had to describe. Yeah, that that's me. It's like, I, I don't see it. I don't know what I'm looking at. No, it's me. Okay. So we're walking to the bathroom. Uh, the men's bathroom's to the right. Women's is to the left. I knew this. Now, plenty of times, handful of times by accident, I have walked into the women's bathroom. It's happened to me at Camden Yards. It's happened to me at the Ravens Stadium. It's even happened to me at the Nat Stadium when I went there a couple years ago. Big deal. You realize what you do, you laugh, you get the hell out of there as quick as hell. One or two women see it, they kind of laugh about it, off you go, that's it, okay? It happens. The word men, women, you glance up, you think it's the bathroom, you fuck up, you make a mistake, big deal. But my buddy, who was arguing with his girlfriend all night on text message, has his flip phone open. Now, I think this was a time when it started being popular that most phones have cameras on them and... I remember every article I was always reading about these cell phones, about people were really concerned about, you know, everybody being videotaped and pictures and a lot of perverts out there and what they're doing. So again, he's looking at his phone. Now, when he went left, I didn't realize he went left. I went right. I thought he was behind me the whole time. I go in the men's bathroom, do my thing. I come back out. (laughs) I don't know where he is. Well, this is what he told me (laughs) after all this went down. So I'm standing there waiting for him. I'm thinking maybe he had to take a shit. I don't know. I didn't see him. Maybe he slipped by me, went into a stall. Well, he when he was looking on his phone, he had his phone open, obviously, and he's looking down. And I remember him saying to me after all this went down, he goes, I, I can't believe, because I was standing in line, but he's like, I can't believe uh, somebody at least didn't tap me on the shoulder and say, I think you're in the wrong bathroom. Because he, he says he remembers standing in line for like four or five minutes. He stated what it seemed like. He obviously realizes, oh, shit, I'm in the wrong bathroom, and he turns around. Well, next thing I know, I hear this woman uh, screaming about, you pervert, get out of the bathroom, I know what you're doing. Uh, there you are, you know, another pervert with a camera trying to videotape women in the bathroom, and 
She's screaming for a cop. I didn't realize she was talking about my friend at this point. So my friend walks up to me and he's like, oh God, apparently this woman thinks I'm videotaping her. I still got to take a piss. I'll be right back. So in the meantime, I see this girl who looks like Bridget Nielsen from the uh, Rocky movies, you know, the, the blonde girl with spiked hair. <laughs> looks like she could kick my ass. So I'm getting a little nervous. Like, what the hell is going on? He says that to me real quick, runs in the bathroom. She's calling for a cop. I'm thinking, what in the fuck is happening? So a cop comes over and I hear her talking about another pervert is in the bathroom videotape. And I saw him on his cell phone. He had his phone open. He's videotaping women walking in and out of the stall. I'm looking at her and I start laughing and she looks at me and she's like, oh, is that your friend? Is that your pervert friend? And I'm, I'm still standing there just laughing like, what the hell are you talking about? I said, I think he went into the women's bathroom by accident. <laughs> so, the cop, so the cop's like, all right, well, I'm going to wait for your friend to find out what's going on. Well, my, a minute later, my buddy walks out and he sees a cop and he's like, oh, God. And she just starts going off again. There's that pervert. There he is. I'm sick of these perverts. So apparently she keeps saying this like this happens every day. Like, I don't know, like perverts are walking around with cell phones uh, going into the women's bathroom at Camden Yards constantly. I don't know what the hell she was talking about. But she just kept going. It happened again. It happened again. So the cop's like, all right, what happened? My buddy just says, look, I fucked up. I went to the women's bathroom. I wasn't paying attention. I was texting. He says, I wasn't I wasn't taking a video. And he showed the cop, you know, his, uh, showed there wasn't any videos or photos. He's like, I just, I wasn't paying attention. He's like, I walked out as soon as I know what's going on. And I told the cop, I said, look, I've known this guy for, you know, 10 years. He's not a pervert. So she's going off, still just screaming and yet like, she is somebody who woke up this morning and is miserable every day and says, I am going to make sure that I'm going to make someone else's day or week as miserable as mine. And that was her goal because she was angry. And I know she goes back to these games because I look for her all the time <laughs> because she was decked out in Orioles gear, like or like pins. I think she had an Orioles tattoo. Uh, Orioles tennis shoes, everything. I mean, good for her. She was a great Orioles fan, but boy, was she angry, and she did not like him going in the women's bathroom. So now it's starting to make a scene. People are crowding around. We're kind of getting embarrassed (laughs) because she's yelling pervert over and over, pointing at my friend. So the cop finally told the woman, look, you got to chill the fuck out. All right, everything's fine. He made a mistake. Look, if he does it again, I'll talk to him. He looks at my friend, kind of half jokingly, and says, don't do it again. He says, no, I'm not. It was a mistake. So we start walking back to our seats. Well, she was furious. She wanted the cop to arrest my friend, throw him in jail, (laughs) do whatever with me. She was giving me bad looks the whole time. So as we're walking back to our seats, we were in like section 22. We walk through the tunnel. (laughs) She catches up to him and starts yelling pervert again. And she's like about a foot behind him, just pointing at him. Pervert, pervert. This man is a pervert. It was a fucking fiasco. Finally, I turned around and I I started getting a little loud. Like, all right, leave him the hell alone. Knock it off. Well, that cop could hear her still following him yelling pervert. So he walked over to her, (laughs) took her by the arm and was like, man, you got to go with me. He's like, you're really making a scene. You can't do this. And she starts yelling at the cop, extremely angry. So this all finally goes away. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this must have happened here. And I asked a couple people who who saw this happening who were laughing because they know obviously this woman was batshit crazy and they could tell that my friend wasn't some freaking pervert sneaking in a woman's bathroom videotaping people. 
So I was asking people, I said, did this happen like yesterday or a week ago? Does anyone know? And <laughs> which is kind of like, I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. Because she kept going again. This is happening again. <laughs> so I don't know. Watch out, man. If you see a lady who looks like Bridget Nielsen, she's in the Rocky movies. I think also, didn't she uh, Didn't she date uh, Flavor Flav? Didn't Flavor Flav have a, a, a show out on VH1? A, a, some like dating show. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that she was on the show and they wound up dating. <laughs> I don't know. But if you see a girl, I'm telling you, that woman looked just like her. Not as tall. She was probably about 5'9". But if if you see a, a woman who looks like Bridget Nielsen who's decked out in Orioles gear, watch out. <laughs> She's angry. She wants blood. <laughs> that was great. So I remember my friend texted me. I was like, oh, that's a great story. I completely forgot about that. And I've done that. I, I think we've all done that. I think it's funny when I'm at a bar or a club, when I used to go to bars and clubs all the time, and the women's bathroom, the line would always be long as hell, and there'd always be those drunk girls who would come into the guy's bathroom. Do you mind? All the guys were like, no, no, of course not. And they would just like take a piss in the sink. <laughs> Classy. And for some, you know, obviously you're looking at these wasted women taking a piss in a sink, and for some reason, this is how bad guys are. We're like, oh, yeah, woo. I want to get that girl's number the hell's the matter with us oh boy so yeah that was embarrassing for my friend she was pervert pervert just walking behind him all the way to his seat ah well well baseball season has officially ended and the boston red sox have won the world series i'm trying to put on a smile and the reason is because i have family in boston they're diehard Red Sox fans. They're diehard Patriots fans. I got to have their back. The reason why is because they support the Ravens. They support the Orioles. Anytime the Ravens or the Orioles have a big win, they're always sending me text or uh, videos of them in their Ravens gear. They bought Ravens gear and Orioles gear just to support me down here. So I, I'm putting on a, a happy smile congratulating them, but they know I'm not a Red Sox fan, obviously. they they Of course they know that. I'm an Orioles fan. Red Sox, Yankees, I hate them both. But I had to act polite. I was a little happy for Steve Pierce. <laughs> Wins MVP. A lot of mixed emotions with Orioles fans. Yeah, I was happy, but I was also pissed off. Dan Duquette kind of turning his phone off and <laughs> after that. He's like, I don't want to get any more emails or texts. I know, I see. Steve Pierce got MVP. I get it. I fucked up. You know, Steve Pierce is a great player. I've said it before on here plenty of times. I'm a fan of him. He shows up for work, gets paid, goes home, does his job. Now, three to four weeks out of the year, he will be dynamite for your team. Before or after, not so much. But you never know when those three or four weeks will come. For Steve Pierce with the Red Sox... Hell, it was the last week of the World Series. Good for him. Wound up being MVP. Had like 15 RBIs in two games. You know, Buck wouldn't let us figure out, though, when those three to four weeks would be. And I never understood that. Buck would not let Steve play for more than like three or four games in a row. I never understood that. He would never let him get on a roll. If he did get on a roll those three or four games, we wouldn't see him for another three or four games. And we'd all be wondering, what the hell is Buck doing? He was playing Ryan Flaherty. 
<laughs> who had the photos of Buck hooking up with some hooker. I'm telling you, Chris Davis as well. Every time it was, every day, every morning, Chris Davis and Ryan Flaherty would slide that photo of him getting a hand job from the hooker saying, don't forget to put us in the lineup. So that was always frustrating. When Steve Pierce was on the team, sometimes a week would go by, we wouldn't see him, and we'd all be going, what the hell is going on? So Steve Pierce put on you know, Twitter, hey, congratulations, Red Sox. Thank you for all my fans. Wh- whatever he posted. Now, usually I laugh when people try to interact with these athletes on Twitter because 99.99% of the time, they don't interact with fans. I, I kind of, I, th- I think I replied to it and was like, hey, congrats, Steve. Knowing damn well he probably wouldn't even be reading it. But it just, it, it makes me laugh because like uh, Twitter accounts like Joe Flacco. I don't follow him. I don't even think it's him. Because on his Twitter account, I think why I stopped following him like the first week is because every tweet he's like, hey, don't forget to sign up for a new checking account at M&T Bank. And it's like, all right, this is not Joe. But when he posts on his account, we'll have like 160 comments. And I'll click on them like, what What are these people doing? And there'll be people, grown adults, grown men being like, hey, Joe, I uh, had a question for you. Uh, I know you have a lot of kids. Uh, my my wife and I are looking to have some kids. I just read these and I'm like, do, do these people have any clue that they're not going to get a response? I think it's cool that they're trying to interact with their favorite player. And I shouldn't sit here and hate or make fun of. But come on, you got to know that's not Joe Flacco on the Twitter account. And when you post stuff like, hey, Joe, I was just curious. How would you feel about last week's game? I don't know. I think it's kind of (laughs) sad. I don't know. I think I got to start following Lamar Jackson, by the way. I don't mean to switch over to football, but Joe Flacco, I just saw something all over Twitter that uh, he's going to need hip surgery or something, or I don't know what's happening. I mean, Joe Flacco's not the future. But it's funny. I've had people reach out to me on this podcast and be like, why are you talking about football? It's a baseball podcast. I'm not. A, I'm not a football fan. I'm a baseball fan. I get that a lot. Like people who are who love baseball, most of them. I shouldn't say most of them, but a lot of them don't like football. Like they get a, they get angry if you bring up football. Ah, fuck football. This is an Orioles town. <laughs> talk foot. Talk baseball. Don't don't switch over to football. But yeah, Joe Flacco's season and uh, Ravens' career may be over. Uh, they play the Bengals in a couple weeks. I'm curious to see what's going on. The Ravens, 4-5. and five. I just watched the Steelers completely, completely destroy the Panthers the other night. Holy hell. So anyway, there we go. There's football. Uh, Machado, he basically said, see you fuckos to the Dodgers. Uh, when you're posting things and saying it in your interviews, stuff like, uh, I want to thank the Dodgers for the opportunity they gave me. Good luck in the future. <laughs> That's pretty basically a sign I don't think you're going to sign with the Dodgers especially with Bryce Harper turning down some major loot the Nationals which good good for them at least the Nationals tried and I was very impressed I thought the Nationals were just going to say adios Bryce we tried with you it didn't work good luck no they offered him 10 year 300 million dollar contract Bryce said ah I'm good that's chump change bro (laughs) I'm good Especially when your agent's Boris. He gets in your ear, man. Trying to convince him. Dude, I can get you like $6 billion. Chump change. $300 million, probably told the Nats. That's an insult. Get out of here. Insult my client like that. So who's going to get paid more? Manny or Bryce? It's going to be entertaining. That That's the one thing I'm looking forward 
Forget about the pickups with the Orioles. Yeah, the, uh, I just read a new article on the Orioles that they might get Wi-Fi in Camden Yards. That's the breaking news. Those are the highlights to be an Orioles fan right now. When you go online to see what the Orioles are doing, Wi-Fi. Hey, hell yeah. Honey, I know I said I wasn't going to get season tickets, but did you just see the breaking news? We're going to get Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't know. They're doing their best. They're trying everything they can. It's going to be rough. So when you're an Orioles fan and the big articles are, well, still nothing yet for a GM and president, and, hey, we're going to get Wi-Fi, you try to find some other things that are going to entertain you. And one of the things is seeing who's going to get paid more, how much they're going to get paid, Manny or Bryce. Some people that I actually know and talk to who tune into the podcast were a little upset that I was shitting all over Manny, saying he was a bigger douchebag than Bryce Harper, but he's convinced me. I think John Heyman put a tweet out there talking about some uh, big-time, big-market team said no to Manny because of his antics during the playoffs of World Series. I I still don't know who that team is. Hopefully, that's the Yankees. (laughs) Again, I'm still convinced he's going to the Yankees. But again, I've uh, talked about it before. I just think Buck and Adam Jones or whatever veterans in that clubhouse pulled Manny aside, made sure that he just stopped that shit, stopped acting like a dick. And it worked. But Bryce Harper, uh, again, turned down a lot of money. And it looks like, from what I'm seeing, the White Sox are pushing for Bryce Harper. Good for them. Why not? I mean, that division is such shit. So the White Sox are trying to make some noise. It's so funny with the White Sox. It's like every year, or like, you know, in April, they have a good first two to three weeks. And everyone's like, hey, they're coming around. And then they shit the bed. Because I think the Orioles, weren't they playing them? I think it was in early August. I could be wrong. We were basically playing for the first round draft pick for 2019. Uh, But but good for the White Sox. Hopefully they get hopefully they get Bryce Harper. It's it's a look. I got no beef with the White Sox. I look. I hope they do well. Why not? Got no beef with the White Sox. But again, it's going to be a lot of money being made between Manny and Bryce, the countdown. And that probably, Bryce turning down that money, Manny sitting there like, hell yeah, probably sent Bryce a text like, thanks, man. Thank you for turning that contract down. Because now I'm going to be a rich motherfucker. They could probably, now they're going to be able to afford a shit ton of beer uh, that was being sold at the World Series. A, A friend of the family, his son worked at the uh, Dodgers Stadium during the World Series, and he took a picture of the concession stand prices, and this could be normal. I've never been to a World Series. The The beer was being sold. He, he took a photo. Let me pull that up. Where'd it go? It was $20 beers, basically. Uh, they were selling beer for $20. I'm trying to find the text photo. Here it is. So his son was working, and he took a picture of the concession stand prices, and Something to his dad. His dad sent him to me. Craft beer, eighteen seventy five. Premium beer, sixteen seventy five. Domestic beer, fifteen seventy five. And these were your, you know, twelve to sixteen ounce cans. <laughs> I showed some people that, and they're like, "That's for the, uh, you know, the alcoholics. Alcoholics aren't spending that money on alcohol. Alcoholics are the ones that get wasted before they go out, and they only drink a beer or two. And people are like, they're very responsible. No, they just showed up shit faced, but." $20 a beer. 
I'm sure the people who showed up to an L.A. World Series weren't exactly hurting with money. So I don't know if that's normal. If if somebody, if you've been to a World Series before and, and that's how they jack up the prices, I'm assuming in the playoffs in the World Series, some things change with prices, obviously. Obviously with seats. But I didn't know if they did that with drinks and food. So when he sent me that picture, I'm just like, holy shit. Fuck that. <laughs> People say, how much money do you need? $300 million contract. No, I'm good. He's probably going to get 325 350 I don't see it going any higher than that, right? Same with Manny. It's going to be uh, very interesting to see what they do. And speaking of players who are getting paid a shit ton of money when they shouldn't be, obviously, Chris Davis. Some of you may be tired of hearing people talk about him. You're just throwing up your arms saying, you know what? He sucks. He's terrible. I wish the Orioles would just let him go. Look, I'm in that category as well. I feel they're paying $20 million a year to lose. People say, well, they're still going to have to pay him regardless. Yeah, but when they pay him, we're losing. We don't have a good chance. He's terrible. And SB Nation put an article out there basically saying, I think it was about a week or so ago, again, just reminding all of us that Chris Davis was the worst player in every offensive category the past two years, basically. <laughs> That's why when we think of these young guys coming up, we're like, you know, which veteran in the clubhouse is going to take hold of these kids? I mean, is Chris Davis going to be able to step up and <laughs> get respect from the young players, which I'm sure they will. I'm sure the people who play the actual game have more respect for players like Chris Davis than fans do because it's easy for us to you know, talk shit about him all the time and boo him when he strikes out. People who play the actual game know what a grind it is. That's what Adam Jones always used to tweet out. Every time they lost, they lost like seven in a row. Got to keep grinding. <laughs> Hashtag grind or whatever he would post. So I'm wondering if the Orioles are going to do what they did back in 2012. They picked up Jim Tomey. You know, that was an interesting pickup, I think, just to get a veteran in there, to get another veteran in the clubhouse to while the Orioles were going to go through the playoffs. Are they going to do that this year? Just pick up an old veteran. Old Jim Tomey. I think he was older than Buck Showalter when he came on the team. <laughs> Guy was old, but uh, he helped him out. Helped out the Orioles. Got to the playoffs. Good old Jim Tomey. I don't know, get uh, uh, Harold Baines, <laughs> have him come back, sign him for a year. Just to be in the clubhouse to get these kids rocking and rolling. It's going to be interesting, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do with Chris Davis? I'm sure when, when Davis saw Buck Showalter leave, <laughs> he was pretty upset. The only manager in history that would have batted him above the nine spot. And that, and that article said the same thing. They said the departure of Showalter means Davis has lost one of his bigger public defenders, and it's true. And look, am I going to remember Buck just from the, the move in the 2016 playoff of pitching Ubaldo or batting Chris Davis no lower than the seventh spot? I don't think so. <laughs> but from what he did before then and how he came in and helped this organization actually go to the playoffs and everything, of course I'll remember the good times. I mean, Buck Showalter wrote a letter to the fans. I don't know if you got to see that. He was just basically thanking the fans, everybody in Baltimore. It's a nice letter. It was very nice of him to do that. I still talk to people to this day who feel there's we're never going to get a better manager than Buck. I talked to somebody the next day who feels Buck should have been gone three years ago. So it depends who you talk to. 
I'm sure Bucks are going to be just fine getting a new job. Maybe go back to the MLB network. I don't know. Maybe you want to take some time off. Hang out with his hot wife. <laughs> She's pretty hot for a for an older gal. So I think the, the next manager that comes in, I don't think he's going to be as patient with Chris Davis. He's not going to have the same mind frame as Buck Showalter, remembering back in the 2012 and 2014 and 2016, and these are the guys I battled with and we're in the playoffs. New managers be like, I don't know this guy a fucking thing. You suck ass, you're on the bench. You're going to go one for 32 and have an average of eight. You're sitting down. I'm not putting you in the lineup, and if I do, I'll put you in the nine spot. I, I truly, and I, I, th- I hope when the manager is interviewed, I hope that gets brought up. Hey, by the way, the big elephant in the room, if he blows chunks like he did last year and the year before, I'm benching him. I'm not playing him. You know, put Mountcastle in first base. I guess Mancini, that means he'll still be in left field. Ooh. That's why we should uh, <laughs> we should go after Bryce Harper. Get him in the right field role, right? Oh, boy. Uh, it reminds me, speaking of uh, people that we need on the Orioles, Orioles top pick. They got the number one pick coming up in a few months. I'm hoping that they grab Bobby Witt. He's a shortstop, 6'1", 183 from Texas. He's a good old boy. But every article you read of who the number one pick should be, Bobby Witt's name comes up there. And we do need a shortstop. That's for damn sure. His dad played ball in the USA team in the early 80s. So, I don't know. Baseball runs in his blood. But, hey, pick him. Grab him. Forget about these pitchers. <laughs> don't, don't draft a pitcher for, like, the next two years. It just doesn't seem to work out. We're just going to have to buy arms. Grow bats, buy arms. I think we're going to need to flip the script there. So the last six times they've had the uh, top five pick, let's see, in 2007, Matt Weeders, fifth overall. I I say we did pretty well with him. Some people think he's a bust. They thought he was going to come up 35, 40 home runs a year, batting 289. I don't know. I I understand that that was an issue with Weeders, thinking he was going to have a better bat. I think he did just fine for us. Uh, 2008, Brian Mattis, fourth overall pick. 2009, oh my God, I forgot about this guy. Matt Hobgood, fifth overall pick in 09. <laughs> that fat turd. You, pr- a, a lot of you out there may not remember this guy. I, I don't even think he made it past A ball. He showed up to spring training like 100 pounds heavier, lost his fastball. It was like three miles per hour slower. The guy just shit the bed. <laughs> Completely forgot about that guy. 2010, Manny Machado, third overall pick. I'd say he worked out. 2011, Dylan Bundy, fourth overall pick. I don't know what to say about Dylan. We've talked about him many times on this podcast, and I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about him anymore. Something is mentally, physically wrong. I have no idea what's going on with the poor guy. Uh, 2012, Kevin Galsman, fourth overall pick. Look, never had a winning record with the Orioles. They get rid of him. He goes to the Braves. Boom. He's like a Cy Young winner. Happens too much. So in 2018, we have the number one pick. Again, I hope they go after Bobby Witt. I haven't really looked into too many other guys out there. I didn't even bother with looking at the pitchers because even if they got them, they're probably going to fuck them up somehow anyway. So why even grab them? Grow the bats by the arms. And then the catcher situation, you know, Caleb, how long are we going to see him? He's ready to go. Maybe he's, he's the veteran guy. Keep him around for another year or two. Try to get these players up and going. I like Caleb. He speaks his mind. And I think he got grounded doing that this past year. 
forgot what exactly he said. He just basically threw everybody under the bus. Like, I don't know what's going on around here, but it, there needs to be a lot of change. Off he goes to the minors. So that was kind of fucked up. We got Austin Hayes. He's okay. Pretty good bat. Okay defense. Chance. I don't think the guy, ho- hopefully, Chance Cisco has worked on hitting a fucking curveball. <laughs> it's like Joe Boo for Major League Movie. Can't hit a curveball to save his soul. You saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? I don't know. I'd like to see more of Austin Hayes. I liked him. Whatever. It's not an all-star, but he gets the job done. Then I see that the Orioles lose outfielder John Andrioli. Oh, God. (laughs) There goes our 2019 season. These are the kind of articles that have been coming out for the Orioles. That and we're getting Wi-Fi in Camden Yards. I mean, nothing's going on. Not even any rumors of who might be the next GM or manager. John Andrioli, 28, uh, what do you, uh, how many, 23 games, 28 hits, batted 232, pair of doubles, another garbage pickup. Guy was fast but couldn't hit for shit. You may run like maze, but you hit like shit. Another great ref quote in uh, Major League. So we've got a lot of drama happening with Baltimore sports. I know some people get mad that I bring up football, but I don't care. I'm a freaking sports fan. I love Baltimore sports. I'll even talk about the Baltimore Blast. Why not? When I was a kid, I used to go see Baltimore Blast games all the time. Growing up, we didn't have a football team. So it was like the Orioles, Baltimore Blast, and the Skipjacks. (laughs) How many of you went to Skipjack games? Those were fun. But we didn't have football. That was it. We didn't have a basketball team. We still don't. I don't think that's ever going to happen. So excuse me for bringing up other sports besides baseball. It's going to happen every now and then on this podcast. But again, I want to hear from you guys, okay? Don't forget, most hated player. Uh, uh, Stories that happen to you at Camden Yards that you want to share. Anything on your mind that you want to talk about, reach out to me. FullCountChaos at gmail.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, which I got to keep posting on Instagram. I'm getting a little lazy with that. I got to gotta get going with that. I want to get you guys involved. So, again, hit me up. You can head over to FullCountChaos.com. There you will find other ways to keep in contact with me and the show. And don't forget to subscribe. All right, guys. Till next time. See you.